Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 324. We're going to discuss more in regards to how Midas, when you work on your own character, when you work on your own Midas, how you build yourself, and by building yourself, you're building your marriage as well. We're going to talk about gratitude as opposed to being grateful, and being married gives you many opportunities to develop gratitude. It's a foundation in marriage, and... You need to first develop that quality of gratitude in yourself over overall, because the essence of serving Hakadosh Baruch Hu is being grateful for all He has given us. The more we build up this trait in ourselves, the more we'll be able to increase in Ahavas Hashem, and becoming grateful gives us an opportunity to have a joyous, healthy, happy life. For many people, it's easier to be resentful of what they don't like, rather than to be, be grateful of what they do like. And when you focus on increasing your level of gratitude, you find more and more to be grateful for, both to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to your own husband and your own wife. Every time you see or hear someone expressing gratitude to another person for anything, it should remind you to be more grateful in your marriage. And um, Tanua Samusa, it's brought down there of Simcha Zisel Ziv of Kelm, came home from shul Friday night. He would not immediately enter his home, but would pause by the door, look at the gay's set set table with the good food that his wife has prepared, and he did this to feel that Hakar Satayv in him for everything his wife did for him. Another anecdote Rosella Pliskin brings down, a, a rabbi of a yeshiva who was married over 10 years, remembers two incidents that happened when he was single and often a guest in various people's homes. One Shabbos, he and his friend ate at someone's house, and the host spoke a lot about him, to him rather, and his friend, and he was not aware of anything special. When they left their host's home, my friend commented, they have a wonderful communication, don't they? Um, but I responded, that they hardly said anything to each other. So my friend said, they didn't communicate with words, but with their eyes. Their eyes understood each other perfectly. On the other hand, he recalls a Shabbos he spent at a home with the most elaborate spread he ever saw. The hostess served four different homemade desserts. The entire meal was one would expect from a five-star classy hotel. But throughout the meal, the husband could only comment on one thing, about the delicious homemade challahs. He said, I think the flour used to make these challahs were a bit old. I remember thinking, where is his gratitude? And these two incidents and the positive and the negative, serve me as a reminder to be more grateful to my wife. So he's noticed this when, when he was going, you know, a guest, Shabbosim, and he realizes this. Another, another mida that goes together with gratitude is seeing the good and focusing on the good. An ayin seeing good rather than negative. Extremely important. Marriage gives you great opportunities to develop this quality to see your spouse at their best. Your spouse's faults will usually affect you more than they will anyone else because they are the closest to you and you interact with them the most. So by applying a ayin taiva so that the quali- positive qualities and the positive deeds of your husband or wife fills your consciousness to such a, gre- a degree that there's hardly any room left to focus on the fa- faults. When you look at a garden, you see beautiful flowers, different colors. 
There's dirt around the flowers. There's some, maybe some wilting flowers and maybe possibly a couple of weeds there too. You may focus on the litter that wasn't picked up. Or, again, you can see the beautiful flowers of the different colors. Now, it's good to notice everything. You know, you notice everything. You know, if it's your own garden, so we'll give you a mental note. I got to take out some of the weeds. I got to clean up some of the messiness that's there or some of the withered flowers. True. But focus on the pleasant. Focus on the enjoyable. This is the only way to truly enjoy the garden. The only way to enjoy life. The only way to create a joyous marriage is to focus on that positive. Husband and wife often, when they fail to be sensitive or to help out, the other spouse is upset and hurt and says, I feel you don't care. The one on the receiving end will respond, this is in fear. Because if he or she cares... You know, because he or, he or she does care. So a lot of people sometimes have this, where that you're told by your spouse you don't care and you truly do care a lot. And so the, it's it, you, you need to learn how to go about voicing um, complaints when they come up. But overall, it's very, very important to do your best to try to focus on the positive aspects of things brings an anecdote here that there's a Torah scholar in Yerushalayim who always was calm, and so was his wife. They frequently consulted major Torah authorities when an issue arised about running their house and raising their children. They have a large family. A number of the children are already married. One day I asked him to comment on marriage. Now, I was referring to marriage in general, but he thought I meant his own marriage. And he said, Kulam Shavan Lataiva. That is, all the years of my marriage were equal in having been good. Now, this was a statement that Teres says about Surrey Menu, and he applied it to his marriage. As soon as he said this, he added, of course there were ups and downs. Now, I was skeptical about any serious downs. I asked him, what, what were the downs? He thought for a moment, but couldn't recall even one down. Surely there must have been downs. I can't remember any. Any Now, obviously, this is someone that's clearly on a much higher madrega, but the idea being is to perceiving all your years as good, like Sarah Imenu did, even when you had bumps in the roads, looking back with the self-correction and working through life, focusing on the positive and developing the attitude to try to see the good as be- best as possible. Another good media to have is to feel simcha for the joy of others as opposed to feeling jealousy. And again, in marriage, that also is enhanced greatly when you're happy for your spouse and not envious of them. The Vilna Goyen brings down a Mishlei, Perak Yudalev, Pasach that when you envy the good fortune of others, you're destroying your own happiness. You're destroying your own well-being. On the other hand, when you sincerely wish for the welfare of others, you give them heartfelt blessings. And in the process of making others feel good, you yourself live a good life. This is what the Vilna Goyen says in Mishlei Parakid Feeling the joy of others is a tremendous, tremendous smart thing to try to master. Not just a stama good mida, which of course it is, but to good practical advice is just to enjoy life. Feel joy for the joy of your spouse. Be happy for your spouse. And when they're successful, be joyous of them. And this is interesting. You know, as parents, sometimes 
parent, mother, or father, either one have sometimes a chalisha sadas, have some feel bad when they see that some, their child or some of the children gravitate more and feel more warmth, at least in your perception, to the other spouse versus yourself. And it's very easy to feel bad about that or self-conscious about that or hurt by it. And in reality, what you need to do is, is say to yourself as follows. Let's say you're the father. And you notice that a few of your children have a much closer relationship to their mother, your wife. The way to look at it is, is beside yourself, you could think of ways that I could enhance my relationship with my children. But the fact that they have a close, healthy relationship with your wife should make you happy, should make you proud, should make you joyful. Even if you don't have that deep connection as much as your wife has with those children. It says kinna is one of those things that destroy a person's life, can't enjoy life. And because the focus now is you're experiencing pain when other people have good fortune. And, and, and one who is envious of others is likely to be unhappy with many aspects of life, and it, it'll hold you back from having a happy marriage as well. To free one yourself from envy is to recognize HaKadosh Baruch gives you exactly what you need to fulfill your mission in this world. Now, if you need to better your character and you need to work on yourself, then that's a separate story. Of course you do, and things ultimately will get better as a result. That's part of working on, 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 on your midas and so on. But the key really is, is that when you have simcha on what you do have and you're free from kinah, it creates a tremendous amount of peace of mind and when you're happy for your wife and you're happy for your husband in every sense of the word, your marriage will become a lot better. It brings an anecdote over here as follows. Attending weddings when, where the chassan and kala appear joyous was painful for me. Seeing other couples taking walks or talking animately was distressing, as was hearing other women praise their husbands. Even reading happy marriage books made me envious. I used to, I got used to my non-nurturing marriage, but when I felt envious of those with happier marriages, I felt resentful towards my husband, and this resentment led me to anger. Now, believe me, I felt guilty about my reactions. I felt that if I had more trust in Hashem, I wouldn't feel this way that I did. However, knowing this didn't automatically increase that trust. I spoke to older, an older woman who had a difficult marriage. A few months after her wedding, her husband had a serious accident and suffered a brain injury that limited him physically. And although he was able to handle a simple job and earn a living, he wasn't very communicative. So how did you feel at weddings and when you see happy marriages? I asked her, and she answered sincerely, I felt joyous for those people. Because of my husband's injuries, he, he isn't the same person he was at our wedding. I am devoted to taking care of him, and I view this as my life's mission. The joy I am missing in my own life, I experience vicariously through the joy of others. When I see a happy couple walking together, I feel joy for their joy. When I am growing up, my mother used to tell me, feeling joy for the joy of others is a wonderful opportunity to increase your own joy. And I felt inspired. I had that conversation over two years ago. It's still a struggle for me, but I'm increasing my ability to feel joy instead of pain for the joy of others. I have my ups and downs, 
that I want to use my brain wisely, and it's wiser to increase one's joy than to be needlessly torturing yourself. And the truth be told, he this is, you know, this anecdote is in Matzavim seemingly that, you know, let's say a physical handicap or, or something that really the Matzav can't change that much for the better, and you have to come to terms with it. And by feeling joy through, through others, they vicariously help themselves that way, which is a very important thing. But in many, many situations, not like this anecdote per se, there's many things you can do to make your own marriage better than it is now. And part of it is by trying to experience that joy, seeing the good, like we said. And another thing is of what he talks about next, which is judging favorably, being done with Kavschus. How much more so we need to be done with Kavschus, our own spouse. HaKadosh Baruch loves those who constantly find schusim for, uh, for others, that find merit for others. This is also a Vilna Gayan in Mishle, which reading this gives me a cheshik. I learned it once, but not good enough. To chazer over the Vilna Gayan's parish on Mishle. This is in Perak Tezayin, Pasig Yud Gimel. HaKadosh Baruch loves those who constantly find merit for others. Some people think that they're afraid if they judge people favorably, they'll eventually make mistakes. And they're right. Every human being will sometimes make a mistake in judgment. But overall, overall, and, 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 and of course, there's halachas. Let's say in Chavetz Chaim, it's brought down. You have a right to protect yourself from physical danger, from financial dangers, from going into partnership with somebody to protect yourself from a person. The halachas that allow you to do that. So there are halachas within judging people favorably. Yes, you judge people favorably, but when there is situations where you have a right to be chayshish for something, there are halachas about it. And we learned the halachas Chavetz Chaim about how to go about doing that. But as a general look in life, as a general concept of life, to judge one favorably is a tremendous mida that needs to be worked on. Here is an anecdote. Uh, it has always been a high priority of mine to make my hap- wife happy, even though she doesn't realize it. It is also very important for me that whenever my wife does something that will affect the both of us, she consults me first. We were a bit older than the average couple when we got married and were used to making our own decisions. And we both realized that we needed to take each other's thoughts and feelings into consideration before inviting company for Shabbos or before buying furniture or before making commitments to, to go places. One day I came home in the evening and there was a message from the office of the travel agent. Tell your wife the tickets are ready. I, what tickets, I ask? I'm not, I'm not her travel agent and I don't know the detail, but there's a sealed envelope uh, here with plane tickets. And I was furious. How can my wife make reservations for a trip without discussing it with me first? I wouldn't do such a thing without talking to her about it first. As soon as my wife came through the door an hour later, I screamed, Why didn't you why did you order tickets for a vacation without consulting consulting and discussing it with me? She answered it was an emergency. Her brother called and said we should come home immediately to your parents' home. Your father's in a coma, your mother's frantic, your brother immediately reserved places for us on tomorrow morning's flight. I tried to reach you. I couldn't get through. I didn't want to shock you, so I didn't leave you a message. That taught me a major lesson about how not to, not to jump, jump to conclusions. 
so you hear, you see here from all of these things, midas we talked about today and the past few days of how the working on one's midas, whether it is compassion, whether it is gratitude, whether it's seeing the good, ayin teva, whether it's being happy for other people, whether it's judging favorably, all these things we discussed today and the previous few days enhances one's own life and ultimately with oneself and ultimately in a marriage. It truly, truly affects the marriage in the most healthy and most profound, positive ways. Brochen atzlachen.